0: Welcome to Sound Business, the podcast that reveals how sound affects your business outcomes, from the productivity and well-being of your staff to your sales and profit, your brand value, your marketing effectiveness, your customer experience and all your key relationships. I'm Julian Treasure, Chairman of the Sound Agency and five-time TED speaker with over 100 million views for my TED Talks about sound, and I'll be your guide. As we discover the power of sound to boost your business's success, as well as your own happiness, effectiveness and well-being. Sound is a huge topic, actually, and I think it's worth unpacking it a little bit, teasing out some distinctions which might help us to see it more clearly. So how can you distinguish different types of of sound. Well there are lots of taxonomies out there. One of my favorites was invented by my old friend Bernie Krause, a long-time wonderful musician who helped to innovate synthesizer music back in the 70s and then became the world's leading nature sound recordist. Catch his wonderful TED talk if you want to understand more about this amazing area. Bernie distinguishes geophony, biophony and anthropophony. Geophony is the sound of the planet, wind, thunderstorms, volcanic eruptions, earthquakes. Biophony, the sound of living things except for us, what Bernie calls the great animal orchestra, where everything has its place and sings in a kind of symphony all the time. And then anthropophony, the sound of humanity, much of it sadly not that nice. Another larger way of carving sound up would be to talk about biophilic sound, which I guess is geophony and biophony combined, the sound of nature uh, compared to human sound. There's a scale that psychologists use a lot when analyzing sound, they call it valence. It goes from pleasant to unpleasant. So it's how nice is the sound. That of course is very subjective. And as you move to the unpleasant end, you're into what most people would call noise which you could define as unwanted sound. Now that's pretty personal. Some sounds are pretty much universally popular or unpopular, but a great deal of this depends on cultural sensitivity and personal experience. Finally, we could draw a distinction between intentional and unintentional sound. I wonder how much of the sound in your business is intentional and how much of it is just the exhaust gas of what's happening. And if you zoom into intentional sound, I guess we could divide that into voice, music, soundscape, and silence. At least at the sound agency, those would be the main categories we'd consider. The sound of the human voice is an enormously powerful and important sound in all forms of business, of course. Music can be used for good or for ill, often very mindlessly used, and we'll come on to that in a future episode of this podcast. And in between music and silence as a background sound, we distinguish soundscapes, which are often not really designed to be listened to, much like the white walls in a room. Lovely, but you don't come in and go, wow, look at the white walls. They're just there supporting you. And soundscapes very often are designed to do pretty much the same thing, to be ambient. Now, when we're auditing sound at the sound agency, we distinguish five different aspects of a sound, and unpacking these helps us very much to tease out the way the sound is working. Those five aspects are time, pitch, texture, density, and dynamics. Time, or tempo, has a huge effect on us. It's been shown many, many times that fast-paced sound, especially fast-paced music, of course, affects our pace of walking, how long we'll stay in situations, how fast we chew when we're eating, And one of the commonest mistakes we come across is retailers playing fast-paced music, which speeds people up and they leave faster and spend less. Pitch has lots of implications. We vote for politicians with deeper voices. And that's because low pitch is associated with importance. Big animals or big threats tend to have deeper voices, so you pay more attention to them. Mice have much higher voices than elephants. High pitch also indicates urgency. However, if I say, where did you leave my keys? And then, where did you leave my keys? There's a different emotional impact in those two things, although the pace was exactly the same. And Professor Charles Spence's very interesting research about music and food uh, tends to indicate that pitch is directly associated with taste also. We'll be talking about cross-modal effects in more detail in a future episode. Texture is the timbre. It's how you distinguish one person's voice from another or a trumpet from a flute when they're playing exactly the same note. That's all about the harmonics of the sound in the waveform and it's something to consider carefully because some textures can be very pleasant and some can be very unpleasant. Density is how much attention the sound is calling for. That's about how much it changes over time and how much information there is in it. Probably the densest sound of all, of course, is human speech. We're programmed to decode it. We have no earlids, so if there's somebody speaking behind you, it's very difficult to think because you're automatically engaged in listening to that. If you don headphones to drown out distracting speech, then playing music may not be the right solution, depending on the kind of music you choose, because music is also very dense. Most music is made to be listened to and so it doesn't do very well as a background sound because it's calling for a lot of attention, particularly if there are vocals involved. This does vary from one genre to another. Bebop jazz or classical music are very dense and determined to grab your attention, whereas ambient music or something very repetitive like techno, possibly your brain can set aside because it doesn't change very much. Finally, dynamics. You can habituate to a constant noise in an office. It is stressful, yes, but you can concentrate if there's a hum or a buzz going on and it doesn't change very much. Whereas we all know how annoying a banging door is if it randomly happens once every few minutes you you end up wanting to murder the next person who comes through the door. Variation in dynamics makes sound more disturbing and loudness itself or the volume of a sound tends to make its effects more intense. So, time, pitch, texture, density, and dynamics. Focus on those one at a time and you can start to tease out the effects of any sound. Sound Business is brought to you by The Sound Agency, designing effective business sound since 2003 and is co-produced by Podcast Network Solutions, a full-service podcast production company who are ready to help you plan, record, produce, and promote your message with podcasting. To find out more about how The Sound Agency can boost your business with bespoke sound and to grab your free copy of our four golden rules for sound, visit thesoundagency.com forward slash podcast.